Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Do the Pastino Show. I hope everybody had a good week. Bryce and I did, too. Been kind of a hectic summer here, and it's all good. Just enjoying family time, professional life, etc. Bryce, how you doing? Doing good today. It's been a good day. Long day of work, but now I'm ready to do this. Badass. Well, I am going to introduce Dave Chambly, a good friend of mine that I met a few years ago, Happenstance. And how we met is I was uh, delving into physical performance and the latest cutting edge techniques and uh, um, you know devices. I don't, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I was uh, discussing, uh, you know, fitness and um, performance with a Kaiser trainer at Kaiser Fitness with the Kaiser Bikes, a uh, friend of mine. And he brought up uh, oxygen therapy and Livo too. And he asked if I ever heard of it. And I'm like, no, I, I know I've heard of hyperbaric chambers and that people do that for performance but it takes a long time and it's very costly. So I was really, really intrigued with Livo too. And uh, he hooked me up with Dave and we headed off from there. And boy, I've learned a lot from Dave with oxygen uh, performance and recovery and uh, still use it to this day. Um, Dave is the owner of O2 Performance and Recovery based in Atlanta. He has some high profile clients that he trains advises and coaches around the country and, and world for, for that matter so dave welcome thanks ron great to be with you honored to be on the show i've heard your uh, previous shows and really enjoyed them so now it's my turn and i'm, I'm really glad to be here you're damn right it's your turn dave you're bad. <laughs> <laughs> i sucked you in didn't i he did. <laughs> so, Dave, tell us about your background. Yeah, well, um, I grew up down in the Florida Everglades, a small town called Bell Glade, right on Lake Okeechobee, and uh, probably most well known for farming, lots of sugarcane, vegetables. We call us the winter vegetable capital of the world. That's when when we really produces the wintertime when a lot of the rest of the country shut down. And then NFL players were kind of known for that for a while. We were the uh, most NFL players per capita than any city in the U.S. So uh, we were pretty – we could go through all the lists. You, you guys will know a bunch of those guys <clears throat> who have played in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, so I grew up there. Um, parents were farmers. And uh, so just to sort of move forward, went off to college, you know, played ball football there and um you know got beat up and a few concussions and so on and so forth um and as i got later on in life got into um a career in the financial business which i was in for um between 10 and 11 years and my father um got got uh, came down with a form of dementia when he was 69 years old and so that hit me pretty hard um, because he was very healthy, um, looked good, um, looked younger than his age. And then that came on and uh, it just, he had what's called Lewy body and Pick's disease, kind of what Robin Williams had. And it's pretty fast advancing frontal lobe. <clears throat> and uh, 
So as he was sick toward the latter part of that, I really dove into some alternative therapies because, you know, the, the neurologist, which at the time, you know, really surprised me. They just didn't really have any answers. They were, you know, I was new into that. Didn't really, ex hadn't experienced that before and any other family members. And uh, it was kind of like go home and, you know, play some crossword puzzles and do some other stuff and we have some drugs for you. And that was it. <clears throat> so I just remember thinking to myself, man, there's got to be more to it than that. There's got to be some other therapies out there. So I really dove in pretty deep, got into hyperbaric oxygen for a while, did some of those sessions, got into uh, microdosing hydrogen peroxide, food grade. Love that. Still do that a little bit as well. And then came across Livo2 <clears throat> and, uh, and this technology and really uh, kind of studied it for probably nine months or so, 10 months, close to a year. And then finally decided, hey, if I don't want to end up in that situation, possibly. Um, my father was a ball player. <clears throat> I was a ball player all through college as he was. Didn't know if that was related to it at all, but I just wanted to be proactive uh, and for my brain health. So I bought a system sight unseen. It was pretty early on in the Livo2 in the, in the um, technology. They were kind of just getting out there. Um, and decided to buy one, and I did. <clears throat> Bought one, started using it, and I was just amazed at what it did for me physically. You know, I was expecting just brain, but I was like, wow, this is pretty amazing. So anyway, um, got involved with that, started helping them out a little bit, and uh, did some training, ended up doing some training for them. They trained me, and uh, it was very early on in the company, so it was a perfect time, and uh, yeah, jumped in. I met, met Ron probably, what, a couple of years after that. <clears throat> and uh, really um, just dove in and, and uh, became one of their main trainers over some time. And uh, st I actually started my own company, but I still also work and do stuff with Livo2 as well, do a lot of their training and, and even some sales for them. And uh, it, it's been a good marriage between the two companies, support each other. As you, my website has their stuff all over it. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into this business <clears throat> was my father. And here I am now. Very cool, Dave. Uh, you know, being a visionary, trying to make the best treatment for your father. And uh, you, you came across oxygen therapy and, and others. Um, what did you play in football in college? Linebacker or what was your position? I was a running back. <clears throat> running back, return guy. And, um, yeah, I, it uh, – I started out Division One uh, at a high school and realized pretty quickly I was at University of Arkansas and realized pretty quickly like okay everybody's an All-State All-American player you know you show up there and everybody was as good or better than you were so I was there in that program for a little while and then I transferred and played at a smaller school um, finished up at a smaller school in Ohio called Otterbein University and then uh, played over in Europe and only over there for year following that and then called it quits wasn't good enough to play in the nfl but enjoyed myself while i did it uh, you played pro ball over in europe that's impressive um hey that position takes a beating running backs uh, return um a lot of impacts get it um i'm glad you're you know doing all the cutting edge stuff for, for your own health um yeah so tell us what O2 performance and recovery is and, and kind of give us a little deep dive into live O2 and um, you know, what, what it's all about. 
Yeah. So, you know, when, when Ron, when we met Ron, Steve, actually Steve Rodriguez, a good buddy of mine who I've learned a lot from, we were the ones that went and met Ron originally. And, um, you know, at that time we were really just learning and jumping into what all Livo could, two could do and the technology. And then when you add the different breathing techniques, um, that whole field has advanced so much in the last few years. It's just amazing. Even since we met you, Ron, um, so it's it's a it's a very inexact science, but it's a continual learning curve. Lots of things happening there all the time, and new studies always coming up. So, <clears throat> Livo two that technology was developed by a guy by the name of Mark Squibb, who uh, is the owner of Livo two and inventor. And I work with Mark pretty closely on lots lots of things, but. Mark developed this technology based on EWOT, exercise with oxygen therapy, which uh, Manfred von Arden was a German who developed that technology uh, years and years ago, really from the, the 50s into the 60s originally, and then, and then wrote a book on it in, in the 80s. And anyway, it's a long, we won't get into all that, but there's a whole thing there too, the whole history of it. So Mark Squibb took that technology and <clears throat> basically amplified it and developed a technique that would push the oxygen deeper and further into the body by creating more of a demand. So instead of just exercising with oxygen, um, what he did is he took a reservoir bag and divided it into high oxygen, which Ewat already has, and then also developed another chamber, which is low oxygen. So the low oxygen can be anywhere from 14% down to 10%. And what that does when you exercise on low oxygen, it drives you down into hypoxia. It creates an oxygen demand in the body, creates additional red blood cells. And when you get into that state of hypoxia and all those things are happening, you're in an optimum place to absorb maximum oxygen in the body. And now you flip the switch from low oxygen to high oxygen, 90%. And now that oxygen it's kind of like jumping on a train that's already moving. You got that blood pumping at a high speed. You got extra red blood cells, carriers of oxygen to the body. You've got vasodilation. You got everything opened up in the vascular system. <clears throat> and now you bring in 9% oxygen and it's just going to absorb deeper and push deeper and get up to the brain a lot more effectively than other forms will. So that LIVO2 technology <clears throat> has really gain ground in the last you know few years where now the professional athletes have discovered it <clears throat> we have a uh, some nfl teams using it in fact one of them just won a super bowl really can't name teams and, and, and names but uh, i worked pretty closely with those guys two years ago won the super bowl two years ago um and uh, a lot of individual athletes and olympians and boxers and nhl players and um a couple of nba um, quite a few NFL players individually, MMA. So the, the, the athletic world has sort of discovered this technology and, and what they use it most for is for recovery um, because it'll allow them to recover much faster. That oxygen will go in and push out that, <clears throat> that inflammation in the body that's built up from that lactic acid um, as it comes and goes. And it just helps them recover a couple of days faster. They feel fresher and, uh, and you know, much fresher throughout the season. Um, it also accelerates uh, injury healing. Um, you know, when you get beat up, you know, whether you're 
had a surgery or you're a ball player and just trying to recover from week to week, it accelerates all that by pushing that oxygenated blood into those areas, bringing inflammation down and speeding up the recovery process. Um, and then there's the whole performance side of it as well that I'm most excited about that we're just now getting into. It's been hard to get these athletes to focus on that because they're so into the recovery part of it. But uh, that's something I've really been focusing on <clears throat> this, this year, the last several months. And so what O2 Performance and Recovery does, it takes that technology um, and, and uh, trains um, people at a high level uh, for the performance, the recovery side of it, and also for a lot of brain, whether it's PTSD, uh, concussion recovery, anxiety, depression, Olivetu uh, has probably become most well-known for that recently. have a lot of good stories of, of helping lots of folks with those issues, <clears throat> getting that maximal oxygen to the brain. So O2 Performance and Recovery um, work with various people with the Olivetu technology and also adding the oxygen advantage breathing techniques um, to all of those things to help people overcome uh, different types of uh, breathing dysfunctions um, and, and different neuro issues that are going on and also with performance and recovery. So if you wrap all that up together, that's O2 performance and recovery using that level two technology. Dave, uh, the, uh, the way you use this is wearing a mask that, you know, you taught me it's a simple uh, oxygen mask that, you know, uh, an ambulance crew would put on you if you get, you know, shoveled away in an ambulance or if you're in the hospital about to get surgery, it's that same mask, at least the, the system I have and I wear. Um, and then there's a lever that <clears throat> hooks up to the bladder that you can hang on your wall. And there's an oxygen condenser that fills it, fills the bag up mm -hmm. that you uh, slip to positive, which is, you know, 90% oxygen and negative, which brings you down to 11 or uh, four, 14 is what the regular system is set at. The, okay, gotcha. the extreme, the new extreme system will get on to 10, which is and about what, 20,000 feet. Yeah. What's that uh, elevation wise? So the, the audience understands when you're putting it on negative, um, you're up in the mountains at what altitude? Mm -hmm. Well, when you're at the, uh, the standard system and like the one you have, uh, Ron, is at 14%. So that's about, you know, between 10 and a half and 11,000 feet of altitude right in there. So it's almost if you were flying on an airliner at about 30,000 feet, it'd be what you're breathing in the cabin. Um, so, so that, that's a comfortable enough to where, you know, your brain's got plenty of time to react. If, if you start to feel a little lightheaded, um, there's not really any danger in that where you can make that, that switch over pretty quickly. Um, and then we have a system now that will actually get out to 10% oxygen, which is 22,000 feet. Once your body adapts to that, then that one's, fine as well. You just don't want to get on it right away and go to 10,000 feet without ever doing it before because that can get you in a little bit of trouble. But yeah, so 22,000 feet would be the highest and then uh, the average is probably between 10 and 11,000 feet. Gotcha. You, you know what I always like loved about this is it's just oxygen and all the pharmaceuticals that physicians pass out to people with uh, disabilities or injuries or, or want to you know perform better. A simple oxygen device um, does it. I, I got to tell you that I never get sore the day after I use Livo2. The oxygen just gets rid of all the lactic acid. 
uh, it's, 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 it's impressive. Um, I'll never not use it again. Um, yeah. So, uh, pretty badass stuff, Dave, any other, like you were teaching me breathing techniques and beyond the live O2 that, um, any, any yeah. latest and greatest going on with that? Yeah. You know, the, the thing about this, this technology in general is just, it, it's not for the lazy. I mean, if, uh, I mean, Ron will tell you, this is not a, uh, a passive device where you just sort of buy something and you hook it up and sit around and use it. You know, you, you're not going to be using it on the couch. <clears throat> um, this is something where you, it's an earned, it, it's definitely an, an earned result. And, uh, and Ron certainly put the work in. We, we went through that for several months, you know, Ron going back and forth and, and learning, you know, the different protocols and the timing of it and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and so it is something that if uh, you're willing to, to take the time and do it and put some hard work in, you'll definitely get some results. Um, you're going to burn about 30% more calories while you're doing it. So it's, it's a, it's a Uber workout, if you will. And uh, you're going to push your physiology, you know, go into that uh, place to where <clears throat> you start to make your, your cells make a decision. Uh, you're going to work or if not, you got to go. And that autophagy process that's so healthy for us, uh, we, we spend extended time with that on the low oxygen side. And uh, that just does wonders for your, for your health and, uh, you know, makes you lean and mean, if you will. But in, in terms of, you know, some of the new techniques, yeah, the nasal breathing is really big. You know, we really focus on that in and out. Um, it takes some adjustment if you haven't done that before, but that really is effective and makes you much more effective and efficient with your oxygen. Um, you know, when you, when you do a lot of mouth breathing, especially when you're exercising, you just blow out, you blow out all the CO2, which, you know, you need some CO2 in the blood, um, you know, to be able to have that, that balance of CO2, to be able to have that full release of oxygen from the hemoglobin, which is in the red blood cell, so it holds the oxygen. So as you breathe in, you know, the oxygen goes into your lungs, gets into the alveoli, the oxygen sacs, and then that transfer makes from the alveoli to the hemoglobin in the red blood cell, and that's what delivers the oxygen to your tissues. And you really got to be able to have a little CO2 in the blood to get that full disassociation and break so that all that oxygen gets to the tissues. And when you, when you just mouth breathe, you just get it partially. So you have to breathe harder, and, and you don't get as good as a result you do the, the nasal breathing, even though it's adjustment at first, you just have to not work as hard and get the same result. And uh, so we really focus and practice on that. And, and I told Ron we were going to work on some more of those techniques with him. And, uh, and also just, um, you know, being able to, you know, especially with the recovery um, and the performance side of it, um, you know, it's, it, it's all about just staying consistent with it and, uh, and, and doing it. And it's usually pretty easy at first because it makes you feel you feel amazing, so you want to keep doing it again. But you don't want to get tough, and you don't feel like doing it. Um, and you have those days and weeks. It's just being consistent with it, and, uh, and you're consistent and use all those techniques over time. It just uh, it, it gives you really outstanding results on a lot of different levels. Yeah, it's um, definitely have to work at it. Um, I use an exercise bike to use it. You can use a treadmill. Is there anything else uh, that people do uh, to get their um, blood pressure up and, and their heart going for 
this yeah therapy. we've uh we've, we've developed some new techniques um over the last you know year two years one, one technique that uh i really spent a lot of time on to help develop <clears throat> was just being able to use breath manipulation so you know i mentioned you don't want to sit on the couch but you actually could sit in a chair and uh, and use slow restricted breathing uh empty lung breath holds um different techniques uh, with breathing to basically trick your body into making it think that it's exercising. Um, come to a, a place of breathlessness, which is, you know, the oxygen advantage teaches that a lot. So using those techniques to be able to drive down your, your SpO2, which we're trying to get down to below 92 on the oxygen saturation on a pulse oximeter. And as we can get down below that, we're getting into the zone we want to be in. And so using that breath manipulation um, is very effective. We had a couple of high-profile people you guys would know the names of, if I mentioned them, that um, weren't able to exercise, and, and that's the way that I got them to be able to get those numbers down and really get that oxygen to those areas they needed to get it into, uh, was just by breath manipulation. So that technique is kind of a newer technique that we found works really well. Um, and then you can really do anything. Some people do the, some people do a rolling machine. Um, you know, bike is easy because your hands are steady and we can read the numbers. Uh, when you're wearing pulse oximetry, you don't have to wear those. But, you know, when we're measuring and training, we use it, certainly. Treadmill, elliptical. Uh, we even have, you know, punching bag. You know, you just got to put the, the hose up above you um, where you can do a, a, a boxing workout with it. Um, weights, push-ups. I mean, you can use anything to get your heart rate up. doesn't matter. Um, and then you recover on the high oxygen. And then once you recover, you go back to the low and you work again. So you work hard on the low, recover on the high. Work hard on the low, recover on the high. You do about three to four cycles of that over about 15 minutes. And it's really a 15 to 20-minute workout, uh, pretty high intensity, you know, if you want it to be. Um, and get all that oxygen saturation and, you know, burning 30% more calories while you're doing it. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a nice little package and plus you're getting all your oxygen needs and then some uh, as you're doing it. Heck yeah. Hey, I can attest to it. I uh, just did it this morning, actually. Nice. I'm glad to see you practicing what you're preaching. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Hey, it's it's a grind. You just got if, if it's not hard, you're not doing it right, correct? Yeah, you're right. Right about that. Um, sure. Bryce, you got any questions? No, I'm good. It's actually really interesting to hear about. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, just something I was going to mention the different conditions, uh, you know, that because that's a question we get a lot, you know, because I work with, you know, a lot of athletes. I mean, probably I work more with other people, you know, when you put everything together. But, you know, people with um, breathing issues, this is pretty amazing technology for, you know, people with asthma, COPD. Um, any type of breathing dysfunction. Uh, this just takes that inflammation down in the lungs and really opens things up. Has some really good success stories there. Um, and, and then people with the neuro issues, <clears throat> um, that's probably what Little Two has become most known for is that. Um, and then, you know, uh, just, you know, folks uh, have a guy now I'm dealing with that's dealing with amputation on his legs and needs to get some oxygen there <clears throat> and pull some of that, uh, that infection he has out so he's not out of the woods yet but things are looking better there with him um biker gonna be cycling you know in a down in south american Colombia here in a month then uh she's 
doing the altitude training, you know, adapting her body to a low oxygen environment. So that when she goes down there, <clears throat> she's adapted already to it. Um, you know, a person going to Everest base camp. So I don't have to go through all the stuff and adjustments when you get there. You do it here. So when you get there, you, you're already adjusted and you're good to go. So you have a lot of <clears throat> different uh, types of people that are using that technology um, other than just athletes, but probably more people that are having uh, issues with health than anything else um, that maybe in our older generation because it's become sort of an anti-aging uh, technology more than anything else. Um, <clears throat> you know, for skin and, and blood flow and, you know, keep your immune system high and all of that. So um, it's uh, got a lot of different aspects to it. Hey, great, great stuff, Dave. Well, it's come time to end the show as to what I ask you, what your word is. What is your word, Dave? Well, you know, Ron, I thought about this a lot and I couldn't find quite the word to fit what, <clears throat> what I was, uh, you know, wanting to portray, but I finally did come up with a word that I thought best fit. And, and that word is decision because, you know, I find that, you know, daily, monthly, yearly, you know, whatever you look back is that every day we got to make decisions and, and decisions at the end of the day and the end of the week, end of the month, you know, are really going to make or break us. And when you get in that, that place where <clears throat> you have to make a decision and, and as an example, you know, you, you have a client come in and, you know, what are you going to do? You know, of course, you're going to do your expertise. You're going to, you know, find out what their needs are, what they're here for, and you're going to try to meet that. But, you know, the decision really comes in because that's automatic, right? Is the effort you're going to put into it. So making that decision that you're, you're going to give, you know, uh, 100% and put everything into it um, so that they can get the most out of it. And not, not if it's just a high profile person, but if it's just, you know, somebody who, uh, you know, has a need and they come to you for it, you know, so that's one of those things where um, putting the effort in and making that decision that uh, you're going to go all out for them uh, or, you know, family stuff, you know, I had to make some, you know, birthdays and, and big events where sometimes you don't want to go and stuff comes up and, uh, yeah, I really can't do that. But then you just think about it, you know, what's the right thing to do and, and what's, you know, I look back in a month or a year or down the road, what, uh, what decision am I going to look back and, and regret or wish that I'd made? And, uh, and usually when I do that, I, I often uh, end up making the right decision and, and usually going and being a part of that, that event, even if it's inconvenient sometimes. So, yeah, I think decision for me is big and, and just, being, uh, you know, speaking up when you need to defend a person or a friend or family member when you need to, um, instead of being quiet, you know, standing up for, you know, certain things you believe in. Uh, I mean, they go all across the board. So we, we have these things that we run into daily and, uh, and just having the courage to make the right decision. And I don't always make the right decision, but I found out just like, uh, you know, if you, if you take a, a football game or baseball, basketball, any sport, you don't have to make every shot, make every play. But if you make more right plays than wrong plays in your 
you have a plan and you're consistent, then everything turns out pretty good. And I, I love that word. I've not heard, heard that word on the show yet, Dave. Excellent. Thank you. Yep. Bryce, do we have a WWRD question? Yes, we do. Lily in Chicago says, it's hard to stay focused with all that is going on in the world. A lot of negativity and, collect and conflicting information. How can I stay focused on my life tasks, my job, and my family? Hey, Lily, thanks for DMing us the, uh, this excellent question, which you know affects us all, um, including myself. Um, it's about focus and I, I think f trying to find a quiet space when you get a little discombobulated and, and systems overload and, and there's a ton of stimulus, especially now with so much going on in the world and everybody's you know, dealing with the trickle down effects with, um, you know, the, the economy and, and uh, fighting governments and uh, wars going on, et cetera. Um, I, I've had some excellent coaches and I still do that have kind of taught me several things to deal with the, the matter that you brought up. And one of them is meditation, even if it's like five minutes, pulling up YouTube, pulling up a meditation uh, app. One, one I like is called I rest, I rest yoga Nidra um, proven to, um, you know, within 10 minutes, add like two hours of sleep on, on, onto your day basically. And uh, our second, second episode, uh, Elijah brought that up the, uh, the I rest meditation. The other thing is, um, you know, just finding a quiet spot, doing some breathing exercises and, and, you know, just kind of slow breathing, relaxing, maybe putting on some classical music, heck watch looking at the birds outside and, and making, making it a simple 10 minutes and forgetting about things. Um, and Dave can probably talk more about like breathing exercises. They really do work. And hey, if you got to talk to somebody and, and vent, it's good to do that. It's good to get it off your chest, whether it's a family member, friend, or, or a counselor. So that, that's my advice to you, Lily. We appreciate you uh, following us and sending this great question. And Bryce, Dave, you got anything on this? I'm good. Yeah, that was great. Great advice, Ron. You know, one thing I would always help me is, you know, our, our buddy Steve, uh, told me this too ron is uh the attitude of gratitude and uh no matter what situation you get in or things keep hitting you over the head and you get pounded by whatever it is social media media friends news it's just that attitude of, of thankfulness for the things that in your life that you know are good you know whether it's family you know, whether it's, you know, children, whether it's that cup of coffee you go get in the morning that you enjoy, you know, like Ron said, that, that quiet time, um, a game maybe that's coming on or a TV show that you like to watch, just find those little things that bring you joy and just be thankful that you have those um, and just focus on, you know, whether it's nature um, or whatever it is, your, your, your view that you have, the place you live in, I don't know. 
but uh, that attitude of gratitude just always, no matter what happens, I can put the smile on my face when I think about that. So I that love it, Dave. I, I'm stealing that term, by the way. The attitude. attitude of gratitude. Yeah, that's pretty slick. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, I have, I have one more thing to add. Um, we're staying focused. Whenever I feel distracted or anything, I just, I literally will put my phone across the room and not even look at it because that is mainly the source of all of our distraction is the phone. So whenever I feel distracted or need a break, I'll, I'll put the phone down. I'll go sit on the deck and look at the trees. That's, a, that's actually what I do. And I just like to be alone in your thoughts and you get to think and be alone. You get to hear the wind and the, the leaves rustling. It's just nice. So take a break, disconnect, put the phone down and just breathe. Well said, Bryce. I always like to say granola is the way. All the granola stuff like meditation, looking at nature, et cetera, works better than any pharmaceutical on the planet. Trust me on that. Um, well, uh, Dave, Bryce, thanks again. And we look forward to everybody next week. Um, we're really appreciating all the, uh, the kind remarks and feedback and uh, dialogue um, on our Instagram account and our webpage. Um, we're, we're happy to help in any way. And uh, it's, it's exciting. Um, we're all one team, team do. Get out there, get your PT in, get your family time in, get your smiles in. And like Dave says, keep the attitude of gratitude. See you next week. Do.